Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Minister Ginger London. I want to say thank you and want to uh, thank you for joining the show on the this morning. This morning, this is Minister Ginger London with Get an Understanding, and we're going to be talking about today is seminary training important for Christian leadership. And so, if you are called to ministry, or if you know someone who is called to Christian leadership, and they are trying to debate whether or not they should go to uh, school of ministry, or if they should actually go to seminary or some type of Bible college, I want to encourage you to please contact them. Let them know that um, we are on the air and we are talking about this. And so I want to bring my guests on right now before we get started and uh, let them introduce them to you and to make sure that we are connected. Minister Jerome Case, are you there? Hello? Are you there? I can't hear you. Minister Jerome, are you there? All right. How about um, Elder Tammy? Are you there? Yes, I am. All right. I can hear you. Minister Jerome, are you there? I'm not getting him. Okay. All right, Elder Tammy, I want you to take a minute and, walk, uh, and go ahead and introduce yourself so I can find out what's going on with him. But um, we're going to be talking about getting an understanding. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your call to ministry, and, uh, and then we're going to move on. Okay. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm uh, Elder Tammy Hill. I am the founder of Word of Deliverance Ministries, Evangelistic Outreach, where I do have a ministry school, which is Word of Deliverance, a ministerial training or biblical training. I am presently a member of the House of Judah Ministries here in Baton Rouge, where I serve as uh, associate pastor, uh, elder of administration, and also the dean of education. And I am excited about being on the show on today. Uh, My passion is to educate God's people. Amen? Amen. Amen. Minister... Okay, we're losing him. Okay, we're going to continue going. He'll we'll get him back in a minute. But he's uh, Minister Jerome Case out of Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, but we're going to move on with the discussion. And when we can get him back on, we'll introduce him to the listening audience, and we'll move on it some more into the discussion. So for those of you who are listening, I want to start off by just saying a little bit about we uh, those of us who are in Christian leadership, or if you feel like you are called to uh, Christian ministry leadership, the important thing for us to always is for us to always be lifelong learners. And learning for us is not an option, but it is. Uh, but for today's leaders, it's um, extremely necessary for us uh, to become educated in what God has called us to do and to become skilled and prolific in that. And let's see if we can get Minister uh, Case right now. Hello, Minister Jerome, are you there? Hello? I see his numbers coming up, but he's not. I'm not getting him. Minister Jerome, are you there? 
I don't know what's going on with his number. Elder Tammy, you still there? Yes, ma'am, I am. Okay. When he, I'm going to leave him on, and once he comes in, maybe he can say something. But I'm not, he's into the system, but I'm not getting him, I'm not hearing him say anything. Okay. Yeah, Minister Jerome Case, are you there? He's not. He's not answering. All right. Well, I'm going to keep going. So we we live in a world that is that is uh, constantly and rapidly changing, all the time. And so we need to be to grow. Uh, it's important for us to grow as effective leaders in the body of Christ. And uh, uh, we need to always be evolving and always be moving forward in learning more and more about ministry, learning more about the Word of God, how we can. Um, uh, communicate the word of God and explain the word of God to people. Um, Elder Tammy, uh, would you agree with that statement? Yes, I do. Definitely agree with that. Uh, we live in a world that's uh, that's upgrading, <laughs> and we can't stay locked in the stone ages in order to be able to relate to them. We have to upgrade also. So that that I definitely agree with. Absolutely. So for those of you who have been contemplating this, and we just want to give you a little background on what is a school of ministry, what's the difference between a school of ministry, a Bible college, and a seminary or university. Uh, so you, this may help you to decide which one of these uh, should you attend if, if you choose to go this route. A school of Bible, let's start with Bible colleges. Bible colleges usually target those people who desire to go into ministry or to serve in ministry in some capacity. Most of your Bible colleges um, or open to uh, uh, not only just the people in um, uh, Christian ministry, but sometimes they're also open to those who are in um, who are just out of high school who may be going into uh, some type of formal education. Usually in Bible colleges, you will find academic st- um, basic things like grammar, math, those types of things. But uh, most of your Bible colleges are usually backed by a particular denomination, and they have a, a tendency to teach that particular denomination's um, statements of belief or perspective. So but if a person wants to learn more about what they believe, why they believe it, and how they believe it, then they then probably Bible college is the best choice and not necessarily uh, seminary, uh, you know, because the Bible colleges, again, are usually um, – either backed or owned by uh, particular denominations. And so if you're someone who just wants more, who's saying within their denomination and wants more training in the perspectives of, perspectives of their denominations, then they should uh, stay, uh, they should choose Bible College. Let's see if we can get uh, Minister Jerome. Hello, Minister Jerome. Hello. His number is showing up, but I'm not hearing him. Minister Jerome, are you there? I can't tell if, and I don't know if you can hear me on it. So, well, we can't, we can't, if you're talking, we can't hear you. Yeah. But anyway, we'll go on. But so uh, most of the time, uh, that's the case with Bible colleges. We talk about uh, university level, uh, like seminaries. The seminary I attended was Oral Roberts University, which was a fully, fully accredited university. And most of the cases in universities, you get, uh, you will have uh, uh, ministry degrees. Uh, hello? Elder Tammy, are you there? Yes, I am. Minister Jerome. 
still not there. All right. But uh, when you talk about universities, uh, they give you the whole education experience. And so, again, you have some foundational courses that go on. So um, uh, what uh, type of school did you attend, Elder Tammy? I uh, attended a school of uh Actually, I attended two schools of ministry, um, the Ministry of Love School of Ministry. I know I don't know if you're familiar, and Free Spirit School of Ministry and Theological Training. Uh, I, t- I attended both of those, and uh, I did not have the experience of the seminary, but um, I did have the experience uh, of the ministry school from one end of the scale to the other. One was more basic, and the other one was more in-depth with the study of the uh, theological part of um, the theological part of education. Okay. You know what? I think I know what the problem is. Minister Jerome, if you're listening, if you can hear me, press the number one on your phone. If you're listening, Minister Jerome, press the number one. I see the 404 area code. So if you can hear me, press the number one, and then that way I can bring you on. Okay, I see two numbers. All right, let me try this. Somebody press the number one. Let me see who this is. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, this is uh, Dr. Willene McLean out of Carrollton, Texas. Hi, you had a comment? I was just listening to the different, um, you were talking about the different schools, and I I attended Colorado Christian and University, and I said that was a very good school to attend to uh, get a good foundation as, as far as your religious studies. Okay, are you are are you um, called to ministry, or you are or did you just do that for religious studies? No, I'm called to ministry, and I I um, I have a ministry that I'm doing now. Okay. Uh, I work with, um, I do inner inner healing and outer beauty. Okay. Yeah. All right. And was it, uh, what type of program was it, like a four-year, two-year? It's a four-year. I did my undergraduate studies there. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, And what was the name of the school again? Colorado Christian. Okay. Denver, Colorado. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Minister Jerome, if you are there, I need you to... Press the number one on your phone. If you're pressing it, the little hand is not coming up. So we see an 803 area code number. They press the number one. Let's... Hello, you're on the air. You have a comment? Um, yes. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, I, I actually now um, attend a Bible college because I live in South Carolina. Um, and... As far as um, religious studies, it's a good school for religious studies because um, uh, my major is Christian education. Um, okay. I, I went there because I wanted that's what I wanted, you know, to major in, and like no other surrounding schools would um, <clears throat> have it. And just as far as there are good schools, um, like you said, they're backed by different denominations. Where as far as my school, um, it's backed by the um, Baptist E and M. And they're mm-hmm. I would say that they're they're pretty good schools. Um it's not it's not a at all a bad school by a long shot. But as far as certain things go, um if I had a different 
area to choose, I think I would choose differently um, as far as the school because going to, a, I guess you would say, a, a Bible college, um, it's not it's not that bad, but it's just like it's a four-year program. Mm-hmm. You get your undergrad or whatever. Um, it's, it's different. It's, I think it's way different than than seminary or just, you know, because, like, I was sitting down and I'm thinking about after I graduate, I want to go to seminary and know the difference, like, between it because where I'm at, I was just, like, the things that I see and the things that I I see that go on, I was just, like, I hope this is not what goes on in seminary school. Oh. like, it's it's different. It's just totally, it's it's way different Um, because I was was visiting a seminary school with one of my, um, one of my cousins, and mm-hmm. I have found a difference between each each other. Like, I don't think as much goes on on campus than it does on a Bible-based college school that, you know, just, like, has kids, and you take in your general ed studies, and then you're just going to your major courses. Right. And so you probably were in undergrad, so... Um, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in, yeah. I am an undergrad. I'm an you undergrad. are an undergrad? Yeah. So yeah. seminary is going to be a little different. So probably in your undergrad, you know, in the undergrad environment, you uh, is probably basically like a um, like if you were going to a regular university. A lot of things going yeah, on, is. activities. Yeah. 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 So when you go to the next level, the master's level, which is like seminary, what it's going to a little bit, it's, it'll be a little bit more structured. Then, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> and then you'll be uh, it'll be more specialized for you. Yeah, because you know? I was um, and like I said, I was just sitting down and I was like, and I was and I go to school. I just thought like because I was going to uh, a Bible college, like you know that it would be different. But I don't think I see nothing different. Like it's not a difference that I can see between it being transparent from the world to school. Like, oh, okay, yeah. So I I understand like I I think like because I was reading and um and as I visited like I I saw that seminary you're right it is more structured than a Bible college and um I just was thinking um maybe like I said if I had if I had to choose it over again I'd choose I would have chosen it over again but at the same time like I I'm glad you said that it's different because I said if this is what seminary is like Lord I don't think I want to go. Like that's what like that's what I said because it's just so much and I guess because I'm young and I understand it's just like wow. Yeah right. It, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a little different. It's gonna be more structured. It's gonna be more specialized for you, um, uh, so that you can focus in once you get past some maybe basic core courses. Then you it, it'll be more structured for you so that you can actually. Uh, begin to specialize in the area that you're called to or that you're going to be working in. So just hang in there, and as you progress and finish the, the uh, undergrad work, then you have to be selective um, unless you choose to stay in, you know, in your uh, denominations. They may have a school, I mean, a, a seminary. So, But when you go to seminary, be prepared to, uh, again, to be more structured, more academic. You know, it's going to be worth it, though, but you, you'll have to really get focused. Mm-hmm. At that at that point, would you agree, Elder Tammy? I agree, and I think a lot of times when we um, we uh, decide to go into whether it's seminary or ministry school, we have to remember that it's not church. 
it's still school. And just like our other schools, you know, there's some things that go on, but then the, the higher you go, the more, like you said, the more structure you get, the more focus you get to your area of ministry or what you're called into. And a lot of people, they have the misconception to think that, okay, I'm going to the service. You know, we're all going to be like we're at church, so it's different. I've, I've, run, I've come into, into that a whole lot. I've run into a lot of people that think that. Like, oh, I didn't think it was going to be like this. It's still school. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I, um, when I, t- well, I was when I t- attended seminary at Oral Roberts University, a lot of students came in. That's a graduate level, and a lot of people came thinking that it was going to be church, and it was it was academics. You know, yes. it was actually uh, you have to get into the study of things, and so uh, it's important um, to remember, uh, you know, what the goal is. You know, uh, we had uh, what do you call chapel services, so that's where church was. You know, so, but you have to remember that. So keep that in mind, caller. Thank you so much for calling. Continue to listen. We're going to share a little bit more to help you make some decisions about where you are. Amen? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, we have a, uh, we're going to take another quick call. There is a uh, 309 area code. We take this comment or question. Hello, you're on the air. This is Minister Ginger London. Hello, my name is Minister Andre Moore Sr., Hi. Uh, from the city of Peoria, Illinois. Okay. Uh, um, I was calling because I wanted to comment on the topic because uh, I think it seminary school or Bible college is necessary. Uh, I'm an associate minister at my church here in Peoria, and um, I talked to my pastor about me pastoring later. Uh, the Lord showed me that I was going to be a young pastor, and I'm starting to prepare myself, and I'll be rolling into Bible College Seminary School hopefully in August. Okay. And uh, in the beginning of the year, my pastor will be, uh, I will be going for my pastor ordination life. Okay. And however God lead me, I'm a Baptist. I'm, uh, it's basically, it's a Baptist seminary school, and um, um, I'll be going wherever God leads me, and the God leads me to start my own church. I'll do that if he leads me to get with the existing church, I do that as well. So I think it is necessary because it it teaches us and uh, to uh, to be more equipped. Right. Absolutely. Have some having some more uh, gain to gain some more experience because you just can't go out there and start pastoring just off just the just the Bible itself. You need some more help. You need some more things to know. You got to know how to break some things down that you. And you're doing absolutely, so, and uh, I believe I believe it's, it's necessary for a seminary and Bible college. Some people get beside themselves and think they're too holy to do something like that, but uh, it, it, it takes you to a different level. I know that much. I know I haven't even been there yet, but I know it takes you to a different level just by talking to a lot of people. And like the, I, I see a lot of pastors explain stuff theological, theologically. Mm-hmm. And I like that, and, and I think it's necessary. Absolutely. So, so have you um, looked at, say, like a brochure or a catalog or something from the seminary to see um, maybe the different areas of study that they have and which one you would be going to and what's the like the course curriculum, what's required? Have you had a chance to um, uh, check that out? Well, they, they it should be in the mail. I should have it in the mail today. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Everything. My uncle, he he had attended 
and I wanted to go to, a, you know, I was looking at different colleges like uh, Illinois Christian College in Lincoln, Illinois, and I also was looking at Moody Bible College in uh, Chicago. Right, but right. This this school here, uh, some local pastors that I know went there, and they offer basically some of the same thing, but it's a lot cheaper too. <laughs> so <laughs> it'd be I'd be able to afford it. Right. So this it's just in it's in Washington, Illinois. It's called Illinois Bible Institute. So uh, people from around the country come to the school too. So uh, so it's it's as far as what I hear of, it's pretty decent. My uncle he he attends it. He a reverend. So. Uh, he was. I was trying. I was talking to him about it, about me attending school, and he referred me to him. So, but um, so far, I'm getting good results from the school. Very good, very good. We we encourage you to continue on and to pursue that, and we certainly do wish the very best for you. And continue listening. We're going to share some more information that will help you um, as you prepare to go forward um, in seminary. Okay. Amen. Thank you for calling. Uh, no problem. All right. Uh, we're going to continue on. I'm going to tell you just a few, give you a few more pointers about Bible college. The primary purpose is to prepare people for roles in Christian um, ministry. It is also, um, you know, of course, um, higher uh, level of education, and um, so that's what it does. Let me. This question: What is the importance of seminary training? Was asked um, to several of the. Um, Christian leaders, and you may recognize some of these names, and starting with John MacArthur, and his response was, as a minister of the gospel, what is going to take me to the highest level of excellence and effectiveness? And then he asked another question, as an ambassador of Christ, what would help me to be the most effective in his, for his kingdom? As for, as a workman, of, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, how can I be best equipped to teach the scriptures? Elder Tammy, what do you Think about those questions. Um, I, I, I think, like we like we said earlier, that um, in an upgrading or uh, evolving world, we have to be equipped to be able to uh, communicate uh, God's word to uh, God's people. I mean, uh, we used to can be able to say, uh, "Ain't y'all right?" and they understood. <laughs> But now we have to be able to, uh, you know, give information that. Um, that causes them that that, uh, that causes them to want to seek out to be a better believer or be a better Christian or even to come to know him. Even the the um, unchurched, they still want to know why. They want to know why you believe what you believe in. How can you uh, convince me on that level to make me want to make a, a life decision like this? Um, I, a lot of times we like to. Uh, I, I was listening to the man of God, um, the last question, the last part, caller we had, and he said that he wants to go into ministry so that he can be a pastor. And you can't uh, go without seminary. Well, you can, but it'll can. be harder. Yeah, you, it'll be harder. It you know when you have insight on an evolving. Uh, I hate to say industry, but for the lack of a better word, uh, evolving. Uh, Evolving church, you have to be able to know uh, what's going on today. You can't go off from somebody else's uh, testimony. You have to be able to know what's going on, um, the the laws and the, the 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 do's and the don'ts or whatever. You you can't you know say I I just didn't know. You, Bible college and seminary it prepares you 
for all of that in order to be able to effectively. Now, some things can be done, but they're not effective. To effectively be able to do the work of the ministry. Absolutely, absolutely. As the gentleman said who called uh, from Illinois, you know, he said, you know, you have to be equipped to go out there, especially for today because the um, the Christian church has evolved uh, immensely. I mean, you know, we, we're doing things in the Christian church technology-wise. You know, we have more, uh, even we have more classes going on, you know. Um, uh, at one time when we were just going to Sunday school, we were just going uh, to church on sun- Sunday schools in church. And then, of course, I grew up Baptist. You may have gone to BTU, uh, Baptist uh, for Nurture, what it used to be called, BTU, you know, at 5 o'clock and maybe an evening service. Well, now you have the churches that have things going on all week long. But not only do they have things going on all week long, there's a great number of ministries that are now uh, uh, evolved into uh, the main ministries. Um, uh um uh I don't know how to say it. Um, you know, we have like you have women's ministries that are that are more developed. Um we have uh, uh men's ministries. People are just doing more in Christian ministry. Uh, uh so, right, right. And, and and go ahead. I'm sorry, we're outside of just the missions and whatever. It's a whole lot of us. Okay, we got homeless ministries. We got this. We got the, everybody's branching out to do the work of the Lord because everybody's not called to the same uh, area of ministry. Uh, you have uh, study courses for administration. You have finance. Everybody wants to know about their finances now. So you have to be able to vastly be able to uh, – deal with each area of, of ministry, and you need knowledge to do this. You can't just simply go, you can't have revelation without information. Absolutely. You can't have, a profi- you can't have a sound, let me say that, you can't have sound revelation without sound information. And seminary and Bible college is the way that you, the way that uh, God is, I believe, that God is ordained to uh, get that to us. Absolutely, absolutely. And so let me let me um read a scripture. Um we Proverbs chapter chapter four and I'm gonna read uh verses um five and seven and it's gonna help us to understand well uh verse five says get wisdom, get understanding. All right, and it goes on to say, Do not forget my words or a swerve from them and verse seven says, Wisdom is is supreme, therefore get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, all you have, get understanding. Amen. And so that's one of the main purposes of uh, seminary and Bible college is to help the Christian leader to get to become better equipped and to get a better understanding of um, uh, not only the word of God, but also the ministry of God. Amen. The ministry of the church. Uh, let me let me go to another um, uh, comment that our leader made in regards to the question, what is the importance of seminary training? Al Mohler said, they said, the man of God and the woman of God, meaning man meaning people, leadership of God, is not made by theological education. And there have been phenomenally faithful and powerful preachers who lack formal theological education. Well, we know that to be true. As you just stated, you don't really need that, but it is beneficial. But he goes on to say, seminary is not the answer to every need for for theological education, but where a faithful seminary education is available, the question clear, clearly shifts to this. Why would I not pursue the most intensive and faithful program of preparation in order that I may faithfully and accurately teach the Word of God? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if we had... Um 
leaders that, and not saying that we don't because we do, we have some phenomenal leaders in the body, but if we had leaders that took on that perspective, then where would we be? I mean, we, we, I mean, it would be so much more effective to do what God has called us to do. Um, we'll we bypass all the traditions, uh, and we'll be able to, to get this, get the bride of Christ ready because that's really what it's all about, to get the bride of Christ ready for its bridegroom. Um, absolutely. Um, you mentioned that uh, you went to um, – you had two different experiences, one with um, a school of ministry and then with um, Free Spirit Bible College. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Yeah. Tell us a the little, uh, little bit about both and then the, the differences between the two. Um, with uh, the, my, my first experience with, um, like I said, the Ministry of Love, School of Ministry, and it was more uh, of a basic experience, uh, the, the the basic things uh the, the simple, simpler things uh, of the gospel, uh, the, to be able to tell the difference, the, the gifts of the Spirit, you know, the different attributes of Christ, and um, the different, um, we had a very straight, the, the surface of the business part. Uh, most of it was, uh, I, I'll say, a revelatory stance on that. Um, we we did more of the what we do in the charismatic church. We had more of a revelation on on our teaching of the scriptures, and we had more the authors of our textbooks were more uh, they were more well known or whatever. Uh, but then the experience with the free spirit, uh, with the theological training, it was a whole different level of uh, education. It went into the uh, deeper things, and it didn't just focus on um, the the church backing uh, of that you taught me the things that uh, every every part of the the spiritual training uh, some some viewpoints of uh, some authors that I had never heard of before but it was actually it was in deep I had the the Greek the Hebrew there the the um, the existence of God the different dispensations I had the deep deeper things of God uh, there and I, uh, even though they were two different experiences, I appreciated both of them because you can't have the high things without the basic things. They both they work together in order to uh, effectively do an assignment for the Lord. Um, absolutely, absolutely. So, what um, academically? Um, tell us a little bit more about the, your experience. What was it academically with free spirited? Were you more challenged? Yes, I was. I was challenged even the more um, to not just go for what I knew or what I had been taught before. Uh, the, um, it, it didn't just give me uh, the experience. That didn't just give me the surface. I had to really deep. I had. I, I'm sorry. I had to really dig deep into to. Uh, I had to research, and I had not that I didn't have to do it before, but where as opposed to uh, on one subject, I would spend uh, maybe two or three hours study, studying uh, in in my first stage at at, um, at the Ministry of Love the the basic things. When I got to the theological training, I had to spend like a day or two just researching a question. Just to get the because they didn't didn't want to say well you know the, God said this and this is a scripture that went to it I had to research the history of it and I had to give them more than just one scripture you know it was more intense and it took my mind to a whole other level which uh, provoked me 
privately to to uh, study a little bit deeper than just to do this. Uh, do if they gave you a question and asked you what was the answer, uh, what what was the purpose of prayer? And when I gave my answer, they didn't just want uh, what the book said. I had to give them, okay, well, why is that your answer? It, it makes you dig deeper, and it 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 um it was definitely an experience that I would never uh, forget or I will never stop appreciating because you have people that you have to minister to like that. Absolutely. And so um, uh, was it more practical from the uh, Minister of Love perspective? Um, Minister of Love was more practical because we got a lot. uh, We did uh, uh, a lot of uh, hands-on there to put in, you know, practice the the, the things that we had learned. It was more uh, theoretical um, and uh, at free spirit. You you really had to you had we would do things every once in a while there, but it was it was school. It was university level <laughs> school. It, yeah. it wasn't just practice. You know, it was school. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, when I attended Oral Roberts University, I was a little surprised when I got to seminary. Even though it was on the master's level, my mind, you know, mindset was on just basic Bible stuff. But no, it was school. It was actually, you had to get down to studying. And um, uh, as, as you said, you would, I would write a paper or something and you couldn't just um, uh, send, uh, give an answer. You had to say why, um, why was that answer? Yeah. Absolutely. So, um um we're gonna see if we can get Minister um uh Jerome on at this time. Hello. Hello. Are you there? Uh yes I am. I'm a genius. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, we had to do some uh technology um uh creativity things here to get him on. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll bring you into the dialogue. Oh, uh, my name is Jerome Case, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, where I attend the Ray of Hope Christian Church, and I am a student at the McAfee School of Theology, which is located on the University of Mercer University campus, Mercer University campus here in uh, Tucker, Georgia, on the graduate campus of Mercer University. And uh, what is your what are, what are you doing? MDiv. What is your area of study? Oh, actually, uh, yes, I am doing a um, pursuing my Master's of Divinity um, to further enhance my understanding of God's Word to equip myself to deliver God's Word to uh, people more effectively to help me to know God better so that I can help uh, the masses know God better. I believe that seminary training is very important. And it has been important for my academic um, understanding as well as my spiritual understanding, which I believe that everyone should uh, try to pursue a level of higher understanding when it comes to God um, as well as their personal growth. Absolutely. Well, we, we've answered the question. I'm going to give you a chance to answer, you know, um, why did you uh, attend to, send, uh, to attend seminary? Uh, school, uh, maybe opposed to maybe a Bible college or just a school of ministry? Well, originally I struggled whether or not I wanted to go to seminary. Um, 
when I received my call to ministry in 2004, I started working in my church, but I kept feeling the pull towards the education portion, understanding the history of the Bible, understanding the biblical people, understanding the context and the times. And I, I thought about a Bible college, and then I thought about um, whether or not I should just pursue avenues within my church that may lead to um, ordination. One of the main things that actually pushed me towards going to a seminary that was uh, accredited, SACS accredited, uh, that the, um, the, the Southern Association of Colleges and Schools was the fact that my denomination, which is the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, required that all of their ordained ministers have a at least an MDiv here in the Southern region. Okay. So after sitting down talking with uh, my mentor, who is the minister to the ministers at my church, uh, we prayed about it, and he left the decision up to myself um, to take time whether or not I wanted to go to seminary. And I was led to the McAfee School of Theology through much prayer. So in saying all of that, it was a drive to enlighten myself or be enlightened mm-hmm. more about um, about God, about what people need, and that is being equipped. And so when I looked at the seminary, uh, it was various areas of pastoral care, uh, understanding the history, um, having to take various languages such as Greek and Hebrew, understanding uh, the classes that had like uh, spiritual formation. Um, it was a holistic um, decision because the school provided a holistic platform for me. So I was led to the school, and I felt that, semin- that this seminary, McAfee School of Theology in particular, was the place for me. Okay. I think that was uh, had a similar experience. It was because, or you dealt with the whole man concept. That's what uh, you said holistic. They call it the whole man concept, and so the um, everything was incorporated in the program uh, to help you uh, to become equipped for ministry service. So, how long have you been in seminary? Actually, I've been in seminary for well. It takes three years to go through to matriculate through seminary, mm-hmm. and I've been in seminary for three and a half academic years. So um, it, it's taken this long, but seminary is a journey. Yes. Uh, some people mm-hmm. do it in three years, but if if that's not your call to go through in three years, if that's not your opportunity, um, I think as long as you make it through at that particular time, um, it's well worth the journey. Me, I'm in my last year, so to speak, so I'll be finishing up in December. And um, hopefully after that process, I'll go through my ordination process and uh, become ordained through the Disciples of Christ. Okay. Um, Well, while attending seminary in the last uh, couple of years, what have you realized about your uh, biblical knowledge or ministry understanding um, from the time that you started until where you are now on the journey? Well, there's a couple things to unpack there. Context plays a lot when we're reading the Bible today. And being that we have to make the word relevant to our hearers as we preach the word of God and minister to people, 
understanding the context of the biblical people and understand how God um, involved himself in their lives, seminary has helped me in that area when it comes to dealing with the languages, when it comes to understanding um, Old Testament and New Testament studies. It allows me the the freedom to um, talk to an audience on a level that they understand and make the stories relevant and real to their lives. Um, a lot of times people will say, well, that's biblical days. That doesn't apply today. But when you can make those when you can make these stories and these truths about God and his people relevant through illustrations to people so that they can apply to their lives, it, it, it does great wonders. And then the story opens up for them, just like the stories have opened up for me. So I'm kind of excited about the way I am, I am receiving God's plan in my life and um, the way he's um, moving me through seminary. It, it's enlightening me every day. It's, it's, it's a joy to go to seminary. But the languages, <laughs> understand, understanding how to care for people better um, when it comes to the pastoral care classes. But for me, finding myself, finding my voice, um, understanding who I am, understanding how God has equipped me. Seminary has enhanced these things for me. Absolutely. And have you had um, any, um, let's say, academic or spiritual challenges uh, in your studies? Uh, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll take the last question first. The spiritual challenges. When when you go to seminary, um, as for me, when I went to seminary, I was, I was very excited. And that excitement still carries over, but there are spiritual challenges because every time you move forward on, on the path that God has called you to, God tests you in all these things. Absolutely. You not only take an academic test, but God's going to give you that spiritual test, Okay. He's going to test your understanding of his word in your life. Then academically, someone's going to test you or ask for a paper to, for you to um, express God's plan in your life. The spiritual test um, goes off into relationships where you have to want, you wind up cutting people off. You wind up moving yourself out of certain situations or environments. Not because you feel like you're better than them, but just it's, you just don't feel like you belong in that those environments that are not bringing glory to God any longer. Right. Um, spiritually, the shaping of who you are, how you see God, um, you you become well. For me, I I became even smaller in my understanding of the expanse of God. God became so much bigger than He was ever before from when I first confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. The, the, the spiritual challenges of wrestling with, are you a, can you do this? Can you go out here and preach this word? Can you minister to people effectively? And you find yourself in these times where you feel alone, um, you feel separated from the world, you, you feel like there's no one to pour into your life, and, mm -hmm. and God almost pulls you out of society, so to speak, or what the world would say, 
and, and leaves you in a, in a spot just by yourself, and you, it's like floating in space. And then you come to understand that you're not floating, you're being carried. Absolutely. And God is carrying you. So there's a lot of spiritual challenges because every level God challenges you spiritually and um, causes you to rely on him even more, more and more and more. Because when you're preaching this word or you're out here ministering, you never want to rely on your flesh or your human intellect so much so that you forget who God is. You never want to get to the point where you rely on the accolades of people because those will soon fade away. You never want to get to the point where you'll be pushed out and crushed by someone saying something negative to you or about you. God strips you of all those things as, as you grow spiritually so that you rely on him and you know that you know that you know who he is and you know that you know that's who you are in him. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, before you go to the next part, um, Elder Tammy, would you agree with that? I, I, you know, for me, I know that I had that same type, similar uh, uh, spiritual experience at ORU. Uh, truly, truly, truly trusting God all the way through that process of three years. Just really, I mean, the growth, the spiritual growth that occurred um, uh, from that process. I mean, not just uh, learning, uh, as Minister Jerome said, the, more about the Word of God and the ministry of God. The learning process then becomes your actual ministry. It ministers to you. So now you're challenged in areas to develop and grow um, spiritually. I mean, trusting God, your faith level has to increase. Um, your will has to um, uh, to be overridden by God's will. I mean, and 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 there was some periods of isolation uh, for me and a, a stripping or pulling away of uh, you know. Uh, Sometimes um, periods of isolation or aloneness, but really it was it was the shaping and the molding process because uh, you have some uh, equipping that has already occurred in your life prior to going to seminary. And when you go through the next phase, when you go through seminary, you should be going through another level of spiritual growth when you grow. Elder Tammy? Yeah, I definitely agree that it is a uh, lonely place. And I think a lot of... Um, People, when they make the decision to uh, pursue a higher education uh, in the, the the spiritual aspect of it or whatever, when you make that decision, I think they really need somebody really needs to say that it is a lonely place because you go through the isolation of people not understanding why you just weren't satisfied with Sunday school, yeah. why uh, you know, or you know the the Bible studies are, and then sometimes in some for instances, you're put in a place where so I know that uh, quite a few people may, where you're going to be educated and your leader has not gone to be educated. Absolutely. That's an intimidation uh, thing that you have to deal with. Uh, you, you, It's a lonely place as far as uh, your family because they don't understand, well, you know, we were all right here, you know. Right. We were saved already. So, you know, and it, it, they don't understand that there's some, some things on the in, something on the inside of you pulling you to the higher things of God. And what God will do is use that, like like the man of God said, it, it's to, and you said it also, to to make you, to form you. And, you you know, we never know when we say, God, however you want to use me, that'll be okay with me. You never know how he'll do that. 
Uh, David said, it was good for me that I had been afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. You never know how God does that. He'll isolate you to teach you about oh, yeah. rejection and to teach you about, you know, mm-hmm. knowing him and hearing his voice and how to be alone with him and not be swayed by another man's voice. Uh, he'll teach you, you know, to teach you the things. He'll teach you the mysteries where other, you know, uh, other people haven't heard of it. You know, because they haven't been exposed to that level, so it's a very lonely place. But it's a good place if you are if you are willing and maybe have a made up mind to go. Uh, it all comes off, that that that's the un, untold part. That that's what doesn't come in the brochure. Is that a lot of no. times you'll be you're alone, you're alone, and, and a lot of things you're not gonna understand. But it's all about God uh, taking you to that next realm in Him and making you the person that uh, is worthy to carry his glory. Amen. Amen. Um, I know, um, Minister Jerome, uh, maybe you could answer this question. I know sometimes I felt even um, alone or isolated in class. Mm-hmm. You know, have you, ever, have, you, have you ever been in a situation where God has really taught you something, and when you speak in class, there's a hush <laughs> over the class, you know, you're right, but there's a hush. But there's an isolating feeling because people you can feel the eyes on you like, how how do you know that? You know. In class, it's happened. It's, it's, those moments have happened um, quite often in class um, where a professor may say one thing and a student may respond. And God has led me at times to... Um, to say a word, a word that was contrary to what the student might have said, um, and not not to confront the student, so to speak, but to help the student, to help the class, um, as well as myself, because oftentimes these aren't things that I would have said on my own. Right. And um, it may have been something to, um, to enlighten the student about what God's plan is for their life or how to care about God's people. Um, and, yes, there. There are times when the class looks at you and uh, there's a hush and the professor looks at you and maybe wants to uh, expand on it or say, well, moving along, which yeah. is we don't have part two, what's been said. Um, there's been times where I've got a few high fives because some folks just wouldn't say what needed to be said. And But it's not so much that it's a uh, us against them mentality or you're right, I'm wrong mentality, it's about all of us getting there together. That's right. And understanding God better. That's and right. Oftentimes if I've said something in class and um someone didn't quite understand the reason or the rationale behind it or understand what I was saying in particular, you know, God has led me to that place one particular person just off to the side during the break or after class to talk with them, and they received a better understanding of what was being said. But we're all there to learn from one another and to teach one another, uh, and as well as to receive the wisdom from those professors who have been called to that to that vocation there. But uh, I, I think the seminary classroom is a is a two way learning street, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know there was uh, a couple of times when I was in class 
and I didn't speak up. And the professor, you know, because once you're in seminary or Bible college or even school of ministry, if you have the right professors in there, they're going to begin to discern who you are. And they're going to learn by watching your watching you through the academic journey. They're going to learn something about you, your learning style. They're going to um, maybe discern uh, the areas that you're gifted in, all of those things. And so there were times when um, I should have said something and I didn't. And the professor became angry because he had followed me for a couple of years and understood what you know the knowledge that I had. And I remember him saying, "You rob the body of Christ when you don't speak in this class and share your wisdom. When you sit silent in class, you rob the body of Christ." And that really that that did something for me because I had gotten to the place. Where if I said something and, you know, everybody went like, woo, 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 then I started withdrawing and I wouldn't say anything in class. I would say very little in class. And I had to grow to the point of it's not you, as Minister Jerome said, it's not you. It's, it's God uh, unctioning you to say something and how dare you sit on that. Right. You can't deny God's word ever. Right. And you Absolutely. can't deny his prompting you. The promptings of the Holy Spirit should never be denied either, you know. And a lot of times in class, the promptings of the Holy Spirit are denied because um, when people become so academic, they diminish the Holy Spirit um, because you can't qualify or define the Holy Spirit in writing. You can't qualify it on a paper or a test. You know, that movement of the Spirit upon your life a lot of folks don't understand, and a lot. And then in, in, in the classroom, you encounter so many different value systems. You encounter so many different personal beliefs and religious beliefs. Right. And we all believe in Jesus Christ, um, and we all believe that in, in God, and we all believe in the Holy Spirit. But some people still diminish or separate, or they don't want to go to a place that is foreign to them. And usually it's dealing with the, the unction of the Spirit. It's usually dealing with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit moving upon their lives or in the classroom. Absolutely. Uh, we have a, a couple of people who want to make comments. I'm going to start with the area code 803 first, and then I'll move to 309. I can hello. Just, I, like, hi. Hello. Hi. Um, hi. I can just totally agree with y'all. I guess. I ain't even got to seminary yet, and I feel this way, like, um, as far as sometimes being alone, because um, being that I'm at a Bible college or institution, I switch my major back and forth because I was like, no, I don't want to do this, and then ultimately landed back to where I'm at right now. Um, and it became, it's like, you're right, nobody does understand you when you're going through that time. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not even in seminary school. I'm just in, in like, regular college. And um, at school, I took like when I was in um, when I was a freshman, I had to take Old Testament and I had to take New Testament. And um, and taking those classes like they're very much so mind openers. And like a lot of people, they just look at you. It's quiet like when you be in the classroom, they look at you like for real. How you know this? Or they'll look and they'll just be like, wow. Or like you know, you just sometimes. Um, I took Old Testament thing last summer and I only had it for four weeks, but I took New Testament during the spring. And um, being in New Testament class, it was different because 
she began to expose us to different things. And like when we like we had to do a paper in Revelations, and um, in doing that paper, you couldn't like really always like he wanted like solid information when he when you gave him the paper. He didn't want all scripture and all that stuff. He wanted research from it. So like in taking that class, I think it has enhanced me as far as my spiritual walk because you just. Like he is is different, even though it's certain things that I don't agree with. But like classes, as far as classes go, um, they're pretty decent when it comes to you learning. Okay, sounds good. Thank you for calling and sharing that. All right, we're going to go to uh, area code three hundred nine now. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, this is Minister Morris again. Yes. Yeah, the Holy Spirit led me to a scripture. Uh, I agree with the young lady was saying earlier. Yes, you can pastor still, but it's going to be harder without some type of training. Right. And and, and the Holy Spirit led me to Proverbs 1 and 7. Uh, okay. The mirror known the scripture said, The fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is the beginning uh, 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 of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Uh, I didn't say it, the word says you're a fool if you don't want to gain more experience uh, okay. to learn something. Uh, to learn something new. Absolutely. Uh, you try to drive home that point. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I want to drive. I got to drive that because there's too many. There's too many leaders out there that's trying to do things on their own. God provide. God provided different resources such as commentaries, different uh, 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 writers to write books, uh, uh, seminary, Bible college, schools. He provided all these different resources so it can help us. People think it's so traditional, they just think, oh, the Bible is just enough. That's all I can read. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to read. And that's all I'm going to pay attention to. But God, uh, people, uh, see, sometimes people get confused. God is a spirit, so he works in all in all things. Uh, he can work in, uh, just like he's speaking out the Bible, he can work through a seminary school. Absolutely. And we have to believe that God has raised up men and women of God, of his, from his kingdom, who are in these places, who are educating or training his people. It, it, one thing about it is if you go to seminary, Bible college, or school, I mean, if you go in there with the wrong mindset from from, from the beginning, if you don't, if, if you are closed off, in the beginning of that journey, as uh, Minister uh, Jerome identifies it, if you are closed off at, at the beginning of that journey, that journey is going to be just that much harder. Because yeah. that means you go in with a stony heart and not a heart of flesh, a place where something can grow. If there's stones in your heart, there's nothing but rocks and debris. And so nothing takes place in those, you know. We don't see a whole uh, lot of grass growing in concrete. Uh, yeah. Uh, Minister uh, Jerome, comment on that. Well, I want to agree with the brother uh, wholeheartedly that you should be pursuing a level of understanding that that will enlighten you to the point where you can articulate the word of God better, helping people to come to know God better. Um, You and I I talked about this uh, recently when I said, you know, Jesus called out 12 men. He called those 12 men out and said, I'm calling you out. You're going to go out into the world in three years. I'm going to be done. And when I'm done, the Holy Spirit's going to fall on you. J- just wait, and then you go back to work. But, no, he called those men to walk with him. 
mm-hmm. so that they could understand God better, understand the teachings that they would need to go out into the world. Now, I'm not knocking people who haven't gone to seminary, okay, in no way, shape, or form, because everyone mm-hmm. has to deal at the level of time where they work. But our congregations today, people today in this world are demanding more. Of Absolutely. Yep. They're demanding to be taught. They want to know what does the Hebrew say? What does the Greek say? They want to know who else is saying the same thing. Why does this Bible translation say one word and this Bible translation says something different? You know, and you can't just give them the irregular answer that the Spirit leads you. Yes, the Spirit can lead you, but the Spirit may lead you to a book. That's right. Okay, that says, hey, you need to read this. You need to understand this. But the churches, the congregations are demanding more education because students demand that our children go to college. That's right. And become more like about the world. Then we should do the same when it comes to our spiritual growth and understanding God. Does it mean that you're going to limit God by the bounds of pages between a, a book? But it can help you understand God better. And most of all, it helps you understand the people around you. Why Absolutely. Why believe something different from you, even though we're both Christians? Absolutely. Because when I attended Oral Roberts University, in the classrooms uh, was not just charismatics. In the classroom were Baptist, Methodist, United Methodist, Church of God, Church of God in Christ. We were all in those classrooms. And that's where there was an inter- inter- um, interchanging of information that helped um, people to understand each other better. In seminaries where you get that, but also in addition to compliment what Minister Jerome hello? said, you also, hello, you also build relationships. Yes. You build relationships. Yes, absolutely. You build a community of of believers. You know, every that's that's one thing that seminary does do. It 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 helps you build an extended community because you're gonna need this kind of community when you go out into this world. When you leave seminary and maybe you already ordained or you get ordained or Maybe you already have a church or you're called to a church. It's the people that you can go back to, that community that was there with you for three years, those students who were with you, that walked with you, that struggled with you, that cried with you, that you understand, that understand you spiritually on a level, and they understand what you know, they understand what you believe in. And it's those kinds of people that you will build bonds with for, for a lifetime to help you go through this journey because it yeah. is hard, it's arduous. And it's rough at times. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Carla, for your comment and the scripture. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, that's another thing I wanted to say if I, if I have time. Okay. Um, another issue, you know, that I see a lot of pastors, a lot of these jokers get up. And they don't say that's why I stress it about you need to gain more knowledge because a lot of these jokers get up and they'll speak on a subject, but it has nothing to do with the message. Uh, a lot of need help. To get there, don't say it'd be a good message, but the subject don't go with the message. Uh, right, and that and so, and that that's due to a lack of training. That's what that is. That's that's, yeah. that's due to a lack of training. It's also due to uh, denominational practices. I mean, which also goes back to a lack of training. And so, it's important that 
those of us who have gone to seminary or attending or going to seminary, whenever we are able to dialogue with people, we have to stress the importance of being trained. And now they don't even have to go to seminary. They can do you can do on you can do one and two classes at a time. You don't have to do the whole curriculum. Go get take the class where you need the help at. Uh, and, and if you don't do the whole curriculum, don't do the whole track, then just take those classes where you need sharpening, where you need help, or where you need mm-hmm. strength. All right? All right. Thank Man. you. Thanks. All right. Let's talk about um, what Minister Jerome said, Elder Tammy. Um, when you were in Free uh, Free Spirit Bible or Ministry of Love, uh, what type of relationships with other students um, did you build or what type of community base um, uh, do you have in your life as, uh, from among your fellow students or people that you went to class with, uh, school with? Um, well, actually, um when I started, I, like I said, I started Ministry of Love. That was, um, I think you mentioned it way earlier in the program, that it was backed by the ministry that I was attending at the time. So really it was basically with the people that were in the ministry that um, wanted to go to ministry school. But when I went to Free Spirit, I had been in ministry for a while. And uh, it allowed me, when I went into that um, setting, it allowed me to meet other people that weren't uh, from the same church that I was from, but they were from different different areas, different types of ministries, and that really helped me, and it helped stretch me because I, I was raised in a traditional background. Then I uh, branched out a little bit more into the charismatic, um, which is where I went to uh, my first experience with ministry school. But when I got to the uh, theological, biblical training, it allowed me to, um, take the experiences that I had before and the people that I met in ministry, and there we were being educated together, uh, and they, and I allowed me to, you know, sometimes you just got to shut up and listen. <laughs> you know, um, it, it allowed me to sit and listen to, okay, this is why um, uh, the Baptists believe this way. This is why uh, the Catholic believe this way. And it helped broaden me to be able to minister if I had to or if I have to in different areas and not be offensive, not saying not bring the word, but not be offensive to uh, what they believe. Or, 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 yeah, or do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it caused me, me to stretch and to be able to communicate uh, better without just giving you what I believe. But understanding that, you know, we believe in God, we believe in, in the Holy Spirit, we believe in Jesus, but we have different methods of uh, how we, we serve him. And uh, it, it stretched me, basically. It stretched me and it helped me to know, because, you, you know, you said at the beginning in your introduction that we are to be ever learning. It helped me to learn some things that I didn't know before where I wouldn't be so narrow in places, um, my, uh, in different places or my viewpoint or in my mindset. It, that that definitely helped me, and I still communicate with them. I still com- communicate with them, and if I if I don't know, I call and say, "Hey, look, I'm going. I have to uh, minister Sunday morning here. Uh, what's the what's the protocol? What's the order?" You, I, it helps me and it stretches me, so I won't be one dimensional. Right. God, yeah. God opened that door, so I wouldn't have. I believe that, so I wouldn't be one dimensional, and I know I would know how to go in and go out uh, before people that are not like me per se. Absolutely. For me, at Oral Roberts University, I developed some lifelong uh, relationships, some friends that, you know, we've been out of school for a while now, but 
Mm-hmm. We still keep in contact with each other. We uh, support each other in what we're doing in ministry or if somebody needs help or just, just a word of encouragement. You know, as Minister Jerome said, you know, once you leave seminary, the journey still continues. You know, so uh, you build a community or a community base or a group of friends that if you stay connected, you have somebody on this journey with you all the way through. That's right. You know. Minister Jerome, were you saying something? I was agreeing with you. Um, Okay. The opportunity to learn from others as well, you know, ever learning, but to learn from others. And and like um, Evangelist um, Hill said, you know, having these relationships will help you to go out and minister the word in a non-offensive way, but you don't have to compromise that word at the same time. You're just doing it in a way that the those persons who you're talking to, they can hear the word better. They can understand what you're saying. You can still preach the gospel, preach the truth of the word, but but you don't have to do it in a way that's going to turn people off. If you go to a church, if you go to a, um, a denomination where it's primarily very quiet, nobody's mm-hmm. hooping and hollering, if you go into the pulpit on a tradition of hooping and hollering, you may offend somebody. But if you understand the environment you're going into, because you have those resources that people can tell you, before you go there, let me prepare you. They're going to just yeah. listen. They're not going to give you a whole bunch of amen, so don't get offended. Your spirit mm-hmm. won't be vexed, and you won't vex them as well. Right. But you just go in with the understanding. And at the end, God will give you God's glory will be manifested at the end. Always. Right. You don't have to try to pull God's glory into anything. It's going to be there when it's supposed to be. That's right. That's Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so we're going to move on, and let's deal with uh, two other, two more questions before we get to some practical things to do in selecting schools. The first one is, um, is seminary or school of ministry education and training just for preparing to be pastors? A lot of people seem to think that it's just for pastoral preparation. And the answer to that is, of course, no, because at the school that I attended, or Roberts University, not only was that the MDL program, that was the um, Master's in Christian Counseling, Master's in Christian Education, Master's in Practical Theology. You could get a Master's in fa- uh, Marriage and Family Therapy. You can, uh, I mean, it was you. The full, it was full gamut across the board. So it's not just for people who are going to pastor. Yes. Uh, the seminary where you are, Minister Jerome, what is it? The curriculum like? Uh, we have the various curriculum. It's not just for pastors. A lot of um, our students um, lean towards the Christian council, okay. and whether they become chaplains at hospitals or hospices. Um, a lot of students go into the military to become chaplains. Uh, a lot of people want to learn, uh, go out to urban missions, um, do missions around the world. We have um, students all around the world. Some people have joined the Peace Corps to go in. Um, some people have, have pursued becoming pastors, and, and, and in doing that, they've started their own churches, church plants. Right. So it's just not for persons who want to pastor a church. Um, it's for leaders. If you're going to be a leader, you, you don't – I would suggest that you can become, go to a seminary to be a more effective corporate leader. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You know, so it, it's for you to understand God's call on your life and in your area of ministry could be 
CEO, the manager or director at a particular job or career field, in a career field, but understanding who God says that you are and so that you can understand God better. That's ultimately, I had a friend who was a lawyer. He didn't want a pastor, but he dealt with uh, contractual law and he dealt with um, estate law. And he said one of the biggest things was when people fought over their estates of their loved ones who had passed on. He wanted to know how could he become a more effective witness and um, of Christ in those situations that would help people not to destroy their family. So wow. it's just not for um, persons who want to, for clergy or persons who want to be pastors. Right. Uh, Elder Tammy, at Free Spirit, was it a variety of uh, 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 study programs? That's absolutely, yeah, um, that, I agree with what both of you all have said. Um, matter of fact, in um, in my uh, class, there really was no one there to be a pastor. I had, we had a couple of, of ladies that were there for Christian counseling. Um, one lady was there. She was uh, preparing to go out in, into the evangelistic field to do missions or whatever, and also um, another person was there. They were um, they weren't the, the over, over overseer of the ministry, but they were there strictly to perfect um, the youth ministry at their uh, in their organization. So you know, it's not just for pastors. Uh, I I know a lady right now. She has a master's in theology, and she has a bookstore, a Christian bookstore. Yeah. She doesn't. She's not a pastor, but she just wanted to have accurate uh, and sound information to be able to sell to the public. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And so the next question is, and this is a good one, and we hear this a lot, is it true that um, ministry education, especially seminaries, can hinder a person's spiritual life? How would you answer Oh, uh, Minister Jerome. Oh, okay. I, um, I don't think you can. Well, let me back up. <laughs> if you come to seminary, you're not sure who God is in your life, and you're not sure who Jesus is in your life, and you're not sure of the Holy Spirit function in your life, and you're not sure of who you are as a person, yes, it can hinder you. Yes. Because it will strip seminary from from the first class to the to the last class. But the first classes in particular are designed mostly to strip you down of and take you away from your mother's religion, your dad's religion, your church religion, to help you understand and find who you are in Christ, in God, and how the Holy Spirit moves in your life. Some folks struggle with that when they get to certain scriptural texts or they listen to one theologian's perspective on something or even a professor's perspective on this, the professor's theology. It can hurt you. But the seminaries are unapologetic about that because when you're called, you have to know that you're called and you have to know what you believe in. And if you allow a theologian text to destroy you, then 
that's almost your fault in a sense. But at the same time, the seminaries strip you down, but they try to allow you to be built up by God. And when you get to the last class and you're walking out that door or you're walking across that stage receiving that parchment, you understand who God is in your life. You understand what you believe, why you believe it, and what you want to do with what you believe. But it can. I've seen it happen to people who struggle. But then it goes back, um, Ginger, to having that community. And it goes Absolutely. back to um, what what um, Tammy was saying, that you've got to have those persons who will walk with you. Yeah. You know, because if you're, if you're there by yourself and you get in that, that position where you're, you're shaky on what you believe and you don't have someone to help you, it can't cause a problem. Samaria can't cause a problem. Absolutely. We, Tam, uh, Elder Tammy and I was talking earlier this morning, and we said that it's not for the novice. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. And it's not like uh, like when you get out of kindergarten, you don't automatically say, okay, I'm going to a university. There's a process that you have to go through in order to get to the level where you can make a decision of, okay, now I'm going to uh I'm going to a university. You can't just jump from kindergarten to uh, uh, higher education as far as a university. You have to go through the process. And I think a lot of people, they get excited and say, oh, wow, I want to know more about God. Oh, wow. And then they're not. novice. They're in the kindergarten. You know, it's not to be offensive or anything. They're in the kindergarten. Then they want to make a decision to go to uh go to seminary or go to Bible college, and then it, I, I agree with the man of God, it can destroy you if you haven't taken, if you haven't gone through the process of to, to make a mature decision that this is the direction I'm going in. If you want to know about God, go to Bible study. You, you understand what I'm saying? But if you are, I mean, if you're trying to, if you you prayed over this and, and you sensed the pull of God taking you in that direction, then I believe that the Spirit of God will let you know when you're ready to, uh, because like you said, those, the classes in the beginning are designed to dismantle your belief system, to believe to dismantle what you believe, your your, your mama, your grandmother, your mom, everybody, everyone, every, the opinions of everybody, and to get to the core of what do what you believe and why you believe it. They do that because when you come up into the situation that you have to, you're faced with what you believe. Mm-hmm. Or you come into a situation, you have to help somebody who is struggling. Mm-hmm. You can't go back and say, well, my mama said this. That's right. You know, my mama said this, but this is what we did at my church. You have to help a person based on what God has shown you in truth and spirit. That's right. That's absolutely right. I totally agree. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I was going to make a comment. I remember um, a couple, uh, several semesters at ORU, there were people that came there and thought that they were coming for to learn the Bible, like in Bible study. And so yeah. they were challenged because it wasn't like Bible study it was academic. And so they became frustrated. Of course, they those people eventually drop out, you know, but... If you're going to Bible college or Bible seminary with Bible study in mind, you're going to be disappointed because it's not like going to Sunday school class. It's not like going to the weekly Bible study. It's actually it's academic. Yeah. It's very much so it's academic. I mean, it's some classes uh, you may not open the Bible at all. 
Right, except for the in the beginning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so some folks do think it's an advanced Bible study, and we tell people all the time there's there's students that come in and they're struggling, and you know I, I can't believe what the professor just said. They can't believe that someone is questioning um, who God is or whether or not Jesus is real. But you're dealing with theologians, mm-hmm. dealing with folks who sometimes who may not have a a sound spiritual background, but they have a mm-hmm. strong academic background. Yes. This is not advanced Bible study. This is a place to become equipped with the yes. proper tools to go out and minister the Word of God and to be a, a, a better Christian. It just comes down to that. A yes. better yes. believer, a stronger believer in knowing what you know. That's right. Absolutely. So let me give you some, uh, for those that are listening, some things to consider when you're trying to choose a uh, seminary or a school of ministry or a Bible college. Um, some quick pointers and then we'll close. Uh, the first one is visit the seminary's campus. You know, a lot of seminaries and schools of ministry have either what they call college weekend, seminary weekend, or they'll have what they call open house, those kind of things. If you're looking at a particular school or looking at more than one is close in your area, then it's important that you actually go visit the campus, talk to the instructors, see what the atmosphere is like on the campus. Um, you should get a chance to meet some students that you can talk to uh, one-on-one, um, pick up information, material about the uh, the school. Also, uh, review the seminaries or the School of Ministries educational outcomes. You know, what does the seminary say they want to teach you? Or what is, what is the, the outcome of attending that particular school, Bible college or school of ministry? Also, um, find out what the vision or mission of the seminary is or whatever particular school that you're going to attend. Um, consider the location, including the cost of living. You know, um, if you have a family, do you have to move? If you do have a family, you have to move. What's in the area that's uh, family-oriented? Where would you live? How much is tuition? You know, what would it cost to make that transition? All of those things. Um, And then check out the faculty of the uh, the seminary. Check out their backgrounds. And usually you can, most schools now are online. Uh, their information is online, so you can get on the Internet and find out information about the school without ever leaving home, without ever having anything mailed to you, those kind of things. You can look up the faculties featured on websites, and you can look up the background, the educational background um, of faculty members, or what type of courses are required to uh, attain a particular degree that you desire uh, to attain. And for those of you who... Uh, some people will pack up and move, but now with technology the way that it is, you can actually get your take classes online. And so um, if you're going to become an online learner, what they call e-learner, then, again, it's still academics, and you still have to be committed to um, uh, completing the required task or assignments, posting them on the online, whatever is required by that particular university, seminary, or school of ministry. You're still going to have to uh, make a, uh, a commitment to knowing this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And in most cases, when you do online learning, you uh, may be online for the majority of the, the semester, but there may be a period where you have to actually go on campus uh, for a week or you meet um, up in a particular city or something and you meet up with professors and other uh, students and take classes for a few days on site. So that's one, if you don't want to relocate, you can try online learning. Um, and so uh, in closing, we say that it's important, the, the, important uh, the most important reason 
for attending seminary, Bible College, or School of Ministry is so that you can be more effective in handling the Word of God. And so uh, I'm going to let uh, Minister Jerome have a few closing uh, comments. Uh, say close, your closing comments and tell us about anything that you have coming up or wanted to uh, talk about. Well, first, I would um, like to thank you, Minister Lennon, for inviting me to be a guest on your show. I think this is an awesome platform, and I'm so glad that you have chosen to use this platform to reach around the world to people who want to know more about God, um, know more about uh, the Bible, know more about um, particular, this particular subject as far as whether or not to attend a seminary. But I'm thankful that you're allowing God to use you in this technological age. I think oh, bless you. Um, a great, a great way to spread the word. I mean, what would Jesus? What could Jesus have done really in a time like this? I mean, the disciples. What would they have done with this kind of technology? And look what they did. You know, with just a little, a few people. And now right. we have this technology to go all around the world and help people to understand who God is. And I'm thankful that you have chosen this platform and are willing to be used. I'm also Thank glad you. to be on the platform with um, Evangelist Hill. I've been listening since the show started. We had some technical difficulties, but I'm thankful for her comments and her insight and her wisdom on this subject matter. And I'm also grateful to the callers who um, called in and expressed their opinions and their desires to know more about this subject. I don't have anything going on at this time um, except a Greek class. <laughs> uh, and that's very intensive. But uh, <laughs> this has been a wonderful experience for me, and I'm so grateful um, to everyone who shared the experience. Thank you, thank you, and um, uh, Minister Jerome and I met through Facebook, and it's so it's always so pleasant. It's just a, really a good experience when you can actually put a voice to your friends on Facebook and begin to, because that's how you build that relationship even more, is when you actually begin to communicate outside of that internet realm, you know, and begin to, to touch bases. Elder Tammy? Um, I, I likewise, I would just like to honor God because uh, you are definitely leading uh, the charge in this industrial age uh, as far as uh, spreading the gospel, and it takes courage to do that, especially when not many people are doing what you do and they don't understand. So I want to uh, encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. You're encouraging us. Bless you. Uh, you. You're showing us the way. You, uh, someone has to go first. And uh, I heard a man of God say before, he said, um, there are those that are in the pack and there are some that break out of the pack. And the ones that break out of the pack, they lead the way so that everybody else can see. And I, I, I definitely honor God for that that being a part of who you are. And that's definitely a body, I mean, a blessing to the body of Christ. I honor God for uh, Minister Jerome. It takes a lot of guts to, uh, to to tell the truth. And, you know, a lot of people that think it's all roses and all fluffy on the outside, but, you know, to get on the inside and say, okay, you know, this is, what it is, but you can still stand and do the assignment that God called you to do. Uh, I, I honor God for being on the platform with such honorable men and women of God. Uh, I have a, quite a few things coming up. It's too long uh, to go down the list, but I, I can, if, it, if it's okay, I can give my website. I can just Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, my website is uh, www.hellshaker.weebly.org. 
I'm sorry, dot com. Yes, I am a preacher, so I, I, I basically I try to preach the gospel, and I'm excited about that. Again, it's www.hellshaker.weebly.com. Okay. Minister Jerome, um, we're getting ready to close. Would you close this out in prayer? Before you do that, um, I'm going to thank everybody for tuning in on today. Um, if you uh, want to ever hear this uh, again, you can. Um, it's going to be on the uh, show page. You can play it again. We'll put it out there on Facebook and on Twitter for those who missed it or if you know someone who needs to um, hear this information, it will be available um, to be, uh, for people to listen to again. Minister Jerome. Thank you very much. Gracious God, we are thankful for this blessed day you allowed us to partake in. We're thankful for this opportunity to share your word. We're thankful, Lord God, for the topic of discussion. And we're thankful, most of all, God, for the woman of God who has placed this show together, this topic of discussion in this platform. We're thankful for the speakers, Lord God. We're thankful for those persons who came and called in to express their opinion. Father, I would ask that you would touch everyone, Lord God who wants to know you better. Those persons who are struggling right now, Father, to find a way to understand who you are in their lives, those persons who are debating whether or not to go to a seminary, a Bible college, or an institution of higher learning, Lord God, you be the leader in their life, O oh God, and help them to be ever hearing of what you would like them to do, Lord. We are thankful right now, God, because I know that you are moving on the hearts of women and men right now who are called by your spirit. I know that you're moving them, Lord God, to a place that will take them higher so that they can lift you up and express your, your word, Lord God, to the people, Lord God. Father, we are so grateful right now that yeah. this show has been heard around the world. We're grateful right now, God, that you are doing awesome things in yeah. the lives of Minister London, Lord God, and of Minister Hill. Father, I... I, I want to express my humble humbleness to you right now, Father, because this is an opportunity like never before. We're on the edge of a time, Lord God, where people are desiring you more and more and more. And you are calling out men and women, Father, by the thousands, Father, and leading them to places of higher education, Lord God, that they can express your will, Father, through the written word and the spoken word, Father. So I ask right now, Lord God, that you would cover everyone. Strengthen them, Lord God. Move them, Father, boldly. Remove all distractions and things that would seek to hinder them, Lord God. Remove their fear, Lord God. Eliminate that confusion, Father, and help them break out of the pack, Lord God, that they could be the women and men, the leaders that you have called us to be in this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks again for listening. And stay tuned for upcoming shows. God bless you.
Hello? Uh, yeah, hello? 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 Sorry. I need, also, I need to hang up. I'll, I'll fall. Wait a minute. 